You're listening to the Viral Molly Podcast Podcast. Now here's your host, Rob, on the mic. Hey everyone, good day. I'm Rob Espero with the Viral Volley Podcast, and we've got the Pac-12 Race Edition, and it, things are heating up in that conference. And with me again are uh, University of Washington's head coach Keegan Cook. We've got Sam Drexel, who's also being featured over at VolleyballMag.com. Be sure to click on that, and of course Claire Hoffman, outside hitter. So all of you, thank you for joining me here today. Yeah, thank you, Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Well, for all of you, um, strong weekend for you. Uh, the Husky team heading to Northern California, dropping Stanford 3-0 or 3-1 and Cal 3-0. Can you share a little bit about your team's performances last week? And we'll start with Coach on this one. Yeah, yeah. It was our, our second weekend after you know a tough match that we played against UCLA, and we really talked about what it means to respond to a tough match and. Started off strong at home with Arizona's, but then it was another trip onto the road. And um, we just thought our match against Stanford was going to be a slugfest, and it was. You know, I, I don't know if the physicality of that match came across on TV, but that was just a classic Pac-12 road match with both teams scoring at a really high level. And um, and then we had to hang out for a couple of days in the Bay Area. It was a Thursday, Sunday, which is its own challenge. And, and, then, and then roll with some lineup changes on Sunday against Cal. And again we're always interested in, in, in our athletes response. And I liked our response uh, the two weeks following that, that last match. Well, let's get some response from the athletes. We'll start with you, Claire. Um, yeah. I mean, like Keegan just said, like that was the Thursday. Yeah. Thursday game against Stanford was like such a battle and it just felt like both sides were doing a lot of really, really good things at a really, really high level. Um, which is always the type of volleyball that we want to be playing. Um, so that felt really good just to execute at a super high level. Um, and then, yeah, going into the game on Sunday, I thought we did a really good job of just keeping that level the same and just playing smart, clean volleyball uh, for three sets. Um, yeah. And we'll have Sam take a stab at it here. because. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think this weekend was exactly what we wanted. Like we want to play really competitive um, games and like where we're both taking big swings and um, trying to defend the court. Um, I think like our defensive intensity is something that we've been working on. And I think it came through in those two matches. Well, I'm going to go more to the micro end of the Stanford match because I'm a, a volley geek when it comes to watching the matches. And I went into your, your box scores and statistically, if I didn't see the scores, I would have thought Stanford would have won. But because um, they had better numbers, they had less errors, but you guys are still able to come away with the win. What was the key to this kind of awkward success? We'll, we'll go with you. We'll go backwards. Go with Sam on this one. Yeah, I think um, just taking it one play at a time and uh, being in the moment and competing. Um, the team that wins the most rallies is the, is the team that wins. So, yeah, just taking it point by point. All right. Want to take a stab there? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think we took care of a lot of things, not necessarily from an offensive standpoint that we wanted to. Like Sam said, like defensive intensity is a big focus that we've had lately. Um, and I thought we did a great job just keeping rallies going um, and digging balls. Um, I thought we served pretty well. Also, that that always helps um, yeah. get the other team out of system. Um yeah, I think we just took care of a lot of smaller things, not necessarily 
um, the big swings. Mm -hmm. Well, I've always got to go to the coach perspective because sometimes that's one of the most brutal ones, but I'm hoping it'll be an optimistic one. So we'll see. Keegan, take a shot. Yeah. Really good and serve and serve receive is maybe one half that story, you know, just creating pressure without making a bunch of errors. I think we were really efficient in that space. But then I just, I liked our poise after, you know, maybe 20 all, you know, you know, what did it look like? Who knows what the story was to get to 22 all or 20 all, but what do you do in, in that moment kind of late uh, that can kind of make you make the, you know, whether you're the casual fan or the fan who dives deep into stats, wonder how did they win? You know, we, we talk about sometimes that, we like that to happen. We like when someone looks at a match and goes, just how did they pull this off? You know, and um, I thought we applied a lot of pressure in, in really important moments and, and, and got the most important stat, which is, which is winning three sets. Well, Coach, i got to ask you, you know, you start off the season with a bunch of five setters and it's been a while since you've seen one. Uh, it's got to feel good for you for at least not to go the distance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, feel, it feels good to – you know, again, Claire talked about playing clean. That we, That's something we take pride in, you know, and creating pressure by not letting people off the hook with service errors and hitting errors. And that feels like us. And then the missing piece has always been just the defensive side of the ball. These guys have a lot of confidence in their ability to side out. And, and if both teams are siding out, then you're kind of flipping coins at 23 all. And we don't want to do that. We, we want to give ourselves some room for error. And so as the defense has developed, I think you just start to see more uh, – more matches that are a little less exciting for, for yeah. coaches. So. Well, it's interesting because Sam said we're, we're not playing for that big swing, but I mean, I'm looking at the way that your team has progressed here towards the tail end of the season. And it seems like offensively, you're really flexing your muscle and uh, you know, between all your hitters and not just the outsides, but your offsets and your middles uh, what's upping that level of play. And I'm going to go with coach first on this one. Again, service Steve has really reached kind of new heights, you know, letting LMA work uh, tactically and not just kind of have to make the difficult choices that you're often faced with on medium passes. But I think health is a factor. You know, Sam, you know, as healthy as I've seen her and, and playing at a high level and um, same thing with Amani and, and just as players get healthy and, and we're getting stronger, which is hard. Oftentimes you worry about your athletes getting worn down and, and jump numbers going down. And all the data we have shows that we're getting stronger here as, as we get into the season. And, and that's certainly encouraging. And I think has played a part in kind of our, our offensive boost here. When I go directly towards Sam on this one, but you've been playing super aggressive ball at the right pin, but what's giving you this confidence to, to give you the ability to just unload? Yeah, I think just confidence in my teammates, like knowing that they have my back and that they're going to be working to cover me. Um, I can take a lot more risk. Um, yeah. I just trust my teammates a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, Claire, I'm going to you too, because uh, you've been one of the most consistent offensive weapons for the Huskies this year. Um, what's, what's, what do you attribute this consistency to? Um, yeah. Like Keegan said, Ella is putting us in a lot of really, really good positions um, to score. And so that always is great when she um, is just constantly making good plays for us. Um, yeah. I think like, Keegan sometimes says if it uh, hits the block, it can't go out of bounds. <laughs> so just aiming high, deep in the court um, and good things are just good things are going to happen. It's kind of how I've been going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to stick with you on this one, because although you got the day off on Sunday against Cal, um, you plugged in Shannon Crenshaw, who got the nod at the start. 
but she was on fire offensively. I was watching all the highlight reels. I was somewhere else. I was at the beach that day. So I apologize for not watching that one live, but can you comment on your team's depth and ability to, to continue to be successful with the new faces? Yeah, I think um, it kind of all comes down to our practice environment and we try every week, we just come in and we're as present as we can. And that practice time is our time to get better as a team. And every single person is completely committed to getting better, whether like, whether you're, uh, yeah, whether, no matter what position, no matter if you know you're gonna play, um, I think everyone is super committed and super invested to getting better at what they can control. And like, yeah, Shannon did exactly what she does in practice every day. Mm -hmm. She just, yeah, she stepped up and she did well. Excellent. Well, this one's for all of you. Um, coming into this weekend, you have two matches versus Pac Northwest rivals, Oregon State and Oregon. And uh, um, obviously there's no easy nights in the Pac-12 as I'm beginning to, to discover this season. But um, coach, what are your thoughts about going into this weekend and the matchups? You know, it, to some degree, it feels a little bit like playing two new teams, which I'm excited about. I don't think these guys have looked at too much film on our opponents yet. That'll start tomorrow. But Oregon State brought back some some talent that was not available the first time around, some really nice athletes. And, and, and all of a sudden, you know, they look like they've got a little extra life, you know, and um, I think they're looking forward to, to showing us kind of a new look team. And, and so I'm excited for Friday right off the bat. And then same thing with Oregon. I think every team in the Pac-12 has faced adversity at different times, and, and Oregon faced theirs kind of middle of the year, and, and they've reinvented themselves, brought in some new, some new young players, and so both these teams are, are, are better than the first time we saw them. And so, I mean, that excites me, and uh, yeah, I'm, you know, these guys are going to see it on film tomorrow, but we've got a nice little challenge coming our way. Claire and Sam, do you have anything to add to that? um uh, no I mean yeah it's it's always when we play these guys it's always a big weekend it's always super competitive so I know we're pretty fired up um to start getting ready to, to play them all right well Sunday's match could potentially shape up to be a huge one in the Pac-12 um assuming that you know you take care of business on night when I know athletes and coaches don't want to look beyond a match but you know, everyone in the, the fan world is going, wow, Sunday with Oregon Washington could be the big deal because you got Carson Bacon and Brooke Nunaviller who are on fire as well. And you have you two who are on fire along with Marin who just got defensive player of the week in the Pac-12. Um, and it's, there's a lot of hype going around this match. It's hard not to look forward to that. But um, I mean, with the teams, uh, Coach Keegan saying there's a new look uh, for these teams coming around. Is it, do you feel the same for this Oregon squad? because they almost they have a second life or have gone through a transformation here at the tail end. And um, we'll start with, we'll start with you, Sam, since uh, you're the volleyballmag.com uh, feature. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure the question, but uh, <laughs> they all just that matchup because they do have a, a pretty uh, decent talented group of standouts that are, I, I feel like they're peaking right now along with with the the uh, offense that you've got as well mm -hmm. um between you claire and and marin on defense so um, yeah it's definitely going to be um a competitive match and they always play us super tough i think it's gonna um i don't know we're both gonna have to play our best and see who comes out on top but i think a big part of it is like the serve and pass battle yep yeah. claire anything to add on there 
Yeah, I was just going to say Oregon's a pretty competitive serving team. So I know that um, how we how we respond to that is going to be super important um, and how we serve is going to be super important. Yeah. Yep. And uh, coach, anything to add on there? Yeah, just uh, these four matches in seven or eight days or whatever it is, each one builds on the other, you know, and you want to have your matches mean a lot. You know, at this time of year, you, you want to be in this position to, to feel pressure and um, and we've got to, got to obviously take care of a, a nice little team in, in Oregon State on Friday in order to give Sunday any meaning, you know, uh, at least the way we're thinking about it in terms of trying to compete for this Pac-12 title. So um, every match is going to build on it and, and not unlike the NCAA tournament. So, so we've talked about this stretch of six matches and, you know, what it means to go 6-0 and in December. And, and we're trying to have that kind of mindset here, um, you know, and practice that mindset in November because the, the tournament's it's barreling down on us here pretty, pretty soon. Yeah. Now, as far as the, what you've all been following in the conference, you know, the latest RPI came out, Washington came out with uh, at 19, but um, how important are these last few weekends of matches? Cause I believe there's two weekends left. Uh, if you count this Oregon's uh, the, te- the teams from Oregon, then you got Utah and Colorado. Um I mean, what can change? Can there be drastic change here in the tail end, in your opinion? And we'll start with one of the athletes. We'll go with you, Claire. Um, yeah, I think we play because I think we play Colorado and then Wazoo again um, to finish out the fourth game. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think we just need to focus on what we can control and we can control these next four games. Um, and that's really like what we're thinking about. Um, is every game and we just look forward to the next one. Um, but yeah, I, so I got <laughs> <laughs> anything to add anyone else on the screen there? You know, if I, yeah, if I, I mean, got, it's, it's, ooh, go for I it. Know. I'd say so. It's always a, a December mindset, you know, is the challenge and just, we've had, we've had seasons where we've lost our last conference match heading into the tournament and it got us fired up and we made a run and, Obviously, we had a, a season last year where we were able to win the conference and that set us up to make a run. So w- whatever happens, you just want to be playing really high-level volleyball right before the tournament starts. And you want to be healthy and you want to have uh, answers to a lot of questions about yourself. And um, things will shake out how they will here in these last four matches. But, um, yeah, I, I, like, I like what I'm seeing from these guys in terms of what we look like right before December starts. And, the RPI and CD and all that stuff will shake itself out and um, we'll find out what our road is. So yeah. best time of the year right now. I failed to ask, like, you know, obviously there's all these rivalries, but again, with the competition in the PAC 12, is there an added element of the rivalry with the Oregon schools and, and, and you guys, and feel free to take a stab. Anyone. <laughs> Not really, huh? Just no, every I night's a battle. Says it all. You know, yeah, I mean, just we're just we don't have bye weeks in the Pac 12, Rob. We don't have bye weeks and we don't have uh, like a really unbalanced schedule. So I think what you're used to every week is just like you got to go battle here. And so, you know, you can't look too far ahead and, you know, you give yourself reasons to show up for, ma- for every single match. And sometimes it's a rivalry. And Claire's our Oregon girl here. So I expect her to show up this weekend, you know, against the Oregon <laughs> schools. But, um, I don't know. There's, there's, I don't know that there's another conference like us who has 20 conference matches, not 16, not 18, 20 matches where you just keep battling and, and, um, 
you know, top to bottom every night. And it just, I don't know, I think we're all conditioned to it. The three of us at least just, you know, we don't look beyond breakfast too much. So. Well, it's all good stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the matchup this Sunday between you and Oregon. I'll be watching remotely for the Oregon State while I'm working my other match. But uh, on screen, uh, head coach of uh, Washington, Keegan Cook. We've got Sam Drexel and Claire Hoffman. Uh, looking forward to this weekend and the competition you guys bring to the court, as well as actually seeing you in person. So I appreciate you coming on this evening and uh, looking forward to connecting. Thanks, Rob. We'll see you in Seattle. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Rob.